este es Alfonso de Studio Comics y tú estás escuchando el arma elegante. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 258. My name is J.J.M. Clark, J. the Jedi Ross, Ross Jedi J. It is always it's so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back here in the L5J studios. This week on the show, our adventures took us all the way to the Hammer. We were very privileged to be returning uh, as media to Hamilton Comic Con 2017. Had a really fun time, got to see a lot of cool friends. Going to bring you some conversations, of course, from the alley, from the trenches. Uh, we chat with Mr. Dustin Crocker of the book Hell. Very, very awesome, very, very cool comic book. We also speak with Mr. Jeff Graham. He's working on something called Spellbound. And we chat with Mr. Nino Visha of The Warden's Call. Uh, congratulations to him on 142% Kickstarter fundage. He's doing something very, very cool. It's kind of breaking the mold, and you'll hear all about it. We also spoke with our good friend, Mr. Dave Benison. We met Dave last year at Hamilton Comic Con, and he is an artisan. Stick to the story. He makes staffs, wands, canes, lots of cool stuff out of wood. An amazing woodworker and a very cool guy. We had a nice chat with him. And after that, we bring you some podcasting. Man, did we make some pod. We met up with fellow POI podcast members, Todd Poole and Dan the Con Stranger of Droids Canada Podcast. And we did a little bit of chatting. And we did a little bit of chatting along with uh, Ryan Fleming and Steve Lambert of Ryan's All Things Geek TV. So we all got together and did a mad big pod. Uh, also had the privilege of meeting uh, Rob Cast of the Rob Podcast podcast, which is super uber cool. So that's what we got for you. That's what we're bringing from Hamilton Comic Con. Um, stay tuned, kids. Next week, New York City. We're going to be in the Big Apple for New York City Comic Con. We're going to see everybody, which means we are going to pod with everybody. So hang tight. Stick around. So much awesome conversation coming your way. Stay tuned. But for now, please enjoy our adventures from Hamilton Comic Con 2017. Good times. Oh, Hold on a second. Are we sec. doing like a full pod now? What do you mean you got suspended? Well, we did some things we weren't supposed to do. So I'm with out. The, oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Are you going to record this now? What's that? What are you recording this now? This is the this is Gorilla Pod. Right, exactly. The Gorilla Pod. Got Gorilla Pod. You got your voice with you, Todd, and that's all the matters. <sighs> We're doing some audio work with. Jay Clark. It's what an elegant what weapon. What we have three-way dance. The one and only Todd Poole, DroidsCanada.com. We uh, have Ryan's Droids Can Bullet Club. This is a this is a tripod, is what I like to call this it. This is a right tripod. Here. You got your Droids Canada, your Ryan's All Things Geek, which is now Ryan's All Things Geek TV. TV. And uh, Ryan's just telling us uh, why it became Ryan's All Things Geek uh, TV. What did you do? Because you know, I've got are we able to speak about shit. this? Is this something there's some things I the there's, of there's some things I cannot speak about. Because, <laughs> no, for real, I can. I no, wish I, I, I wish I could. I totally um, get it. 
but there there's certain rules uh, within the CRTC that yeah, we yeah. all must adhere to. Ah, the and, CRTC. Um, That's why we're. A are these are these <laughs> are these are all uh, above eighteen podcasts? Yes. We yeah, have so you, disclaimers. Oh, so I can't fucking say shit like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, I'm not saying that's what happened. Right. Right. But I'm right. just saying um, there, actually, there were things like that, and and um, I have a really bad habit of promoting my friends' businesses without them being actual sponsors, which is not a good. Which oh, I it's not, not really supposed bad to. Thing. No, it's yeah. actually is it really? it's really bad to oh, the man, station. I so we support. Well, you guys are not a station that depends on sponsorship. True. So, and especially if I'm Whatever. promoting stuff like, that's against other. Radio is uh, radio's dead, anyways. The world just <laughs> needs really to come is, to terms though. with it. It's it's new media. Podcasts have yeah. taken over the world now. Yeah, right now. absolutely. You so know. so let's talk a little bit about. Okay, so we've got three of the biggest. Podcast, I guess in Ontario. In in Ontario, exactly. Ontario, the like world. So. I like to say I'm the. We're, we're we're actually the biggest in Australia, the southern tip of Australia. We are the number the one podcast in Canberra, Australia. That's oh <laughs> right now. What so. was the city? Ashburn, and Morocco, Ashburn, and, Virginia. We are Virginia. huge in Ashburn, Virginia. Well, I can see that though. It's Ashburn. Exactly. I, I have no idea. Where, where's Ashburn? Uh, Ashburn Virginia? is a. Um, it's a very big tech community. And uh, oh, nice. according to our stats, we have a, like a lot of listens out of Ashburn, Virginia. So I actually met someone from the town next to it. They're like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. It's a lot of, uh, lot of computers, a lot of uh, programmers and stuff. It's like a mini Silicon Valley. Exactly. Yeah. Nice, it's the nice. East Coast kind of Apparently Silicon Valley. I, I, so it's the I, I, poor I'm Silicon in, Valley. I'm big in Michigan. <laughs> I, I get that though. But you know what? It's weird though. It's starting to boom again. I, no, I'm seriously. I, I mean, I, Michigan's I coming back. Michigan, Michigan has been so. It may good no to longer be the, the backdrop of RoboCop after all these years. <laughs> I love Michigan. The people there. That's which was actually one, Hamilton. Which was actually filmed in Hamilton. I was going to say that's going to be well and now. Well, no, I went to Detroit a couple years ago. There was like cars on fire and houses boarded up. You don't go into Detroit. You got to see like Novi and Plymouth. Even I don't go into Detroit. You have to dodge all these. Like it's far too white to be cars that are on the sides of the road when you go through Detroit. It's Don't funny. stop keep, here. Keep, keep going. Roll them up. Toes. <laughs> you know. All right. Yeah, so, so we got all of us here. Yeah. Um, I want to ask each of you a question. I'm not recording, so I'm asking this for for your okay. podcast. Okay. Here. But uh, so 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 far with each of you, who's been your biggest get? Guest? Ooh. No, your biggest biggest get. Your biggest interviewer podcast get. Oh. It, it's Good a Lord. flip, believe it or not. It's between James O'Barr and Rochelle Davis. They were the highest ratings we got as a guest. The highest rating? No, no, no. I'm not asking about your highest rating. I'm talking about for you as my, a fanboy. Oh, hold on, my my highest. That's I've tough. had some big names, and my biggest rated show ever yeah. is Dirk fucking Manning. A writer from from Ohio and Michigan. Nice. Okay. Well, that's why that's you're huge in Michigan. That's that's huge. Yeah, that's I'm gonna say yeah. my favorite interview probably that I've done too, uh, Pat Mastriani. Yeah, Joey. Uh, Joey, absolutely Joey, awesome. Guy. Super guy. Still nice to me to this day. Like, oh, hey, what's going on? Like, recognizes Sweet. us, knows us. Yeah. And the other one would be uh, Corn Nemec. Yeah. Uh, nice. uh, Parker Lewis, Kent Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, man. He was Who awesome. was in everything? Who? Who's in Hold everything? on a sec. Source Point Press, my very good friends out of Michigan. I forgot to bring that up during his interview. That's all right. That's that. okay. He, They are making a movie out of one of their comics called Rotten Tail. And Corin Nemec is starring in this movie as Rotten Tail. Oh, that's nice. nice. So there's a nice little familial Sweet. connection there. But that's awesome. Yeah, I'd say I love that guy. That guy's yeah. the original Zach Morris. Exactly. He's the original Zach exactly. Morris. Exactly. And the yeah. sad thing is they were eight episodes yeah. away from syndication. Oh. Eight episodes so away. Sad. And that was such a solid show with yeah. the Coob and, oh, yeah. Synchronized I'd have to say, uh, Ray Park or Julian Glover. Ray Park was one of the nicest guys I've yeah. ever met who yeah. I never interviewed. Oh no! I well, think it was here. It was here last too. year, right? Was it here? I, I yeah, think it was yeah, here last yeah, year. Yeah, 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 
and I was just happened to be in the back and where uh, that Chewbacca yeah. cosplayer was, right. who was entertaining everyone. And we're kind of just sitting there, and then Ray Park, I just noticed, was right behind me, and we're sitting yeah. just shooting the shit like we do with our friends. Right. And I made something like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm cosplaying as Uncle Phil, I had said. <laughs> and he laughed, and I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> and we just kind of shot the shit, like, uh, yeah, just yeah. as two guys. Yeah. Um, super nice guy. You Denise Crosby here last I year, did. You, you did. I did, yeah. Yeah, I've done a panel for her. She's too. amazing. Lovely. She's so much fun. I think she was maybe oh. one of my favorite interviews. I got to do drunken karaoke with her. Come on. In Philly. Sounds like good times. I should more accurately say my wife got to do Drunken. <laughs> right, right. And it, what a performance. It's legendary. Nice. There's video that legendary. exists that no one will ever see. Because the entire pact, like party that night made a pact. Not that, to say. That we <laughs> so, love her so much, this isn't getting she is so, and, and not only that, though. She's Bing Crosby's fucking granddaughter. Which I didn't know that until it's, halfway through how did you a not live know that? panel. I didn't know that until before my interview with Hold her. Hold on. I'm doing a live panel in Philly. I'm hosting with her in front of the audience. And one of the questions I ask like halfway through is, so is there like is there a history in your family of like theater or acting? Like, like is this in the blood? Wow. She, that was just, she literally goes, well, you might know my grandfather, Bing. And I was just like, what the fuck? See, you were just working the crowd there just to make sure everyone right, in the right, crowd right, right, knows right. that's, that's what, what it's it about. Yeah, yeah. I really had no idea. I live my life by quick recovery. <laughs> that's well, my what I do. One of the ones I talked to but wouldn't interview was Kevin Nash. Oh, really? You, you couldn't because he's on the Legends contract. contract. Oh, He was yeah. such a nice guy. Awesome, yeah. Well, I couldn't get my dream this weekend was Bronson Pinchot. Because he of here, True Romance, he right? Here. Yeah. True Romance, the greatest movie ever made. Right. right? Quentin Tarantino's yeah. best work. Alabama is it? Tattoo oh, fucking right. I worship okay. this movie. And was he it, can't talk because he's working on is something. Is it just me that, or did the Quentin Tarantino movies progressively get worse? Got, we had True Romance, the greatest of all well, the Tarantino movies. Reservoir. Reservoir was after. No, the, he did Reservoir, then he wanted to do Pulp Fiction. They didn't think he was ready. I thought True Romance was before. No, uh, sorry. No, it was Reservoir. No, Reservoir was oh. done, and they didn't think he was ready to direct a big movie yet. Right. So they let Tony Scott come in, which I think gave it a certain special something. Yeah. And then it was after that that he never he let directed anybody his else, own yeah. shit from then on in. Yeah, because so yeah, Reservoir Dogs was ready. great. Pulp Fiction was great. And then Kill Jackie Bill was good. was good. But Jack he didn't write that. Yeah. Yeah. Django yeah. was good. Django, Django was, was good. Yeah. What was yeah. the last one he did? The Magnificent. The, 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 the Hateful Eight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't get into it. Four attempts yeah. to finish that Me too. Movie. Me too. Four attempts. I don't know if yeah. it was four, but I think I went two or three, no. and I'm like, wow, man, I can't make it through this first Then oh, where yeah. does Inglorious Bastards go rank in that? I like that. But was Inglorious Bastards Quentin, or that was... Uh, no, that's oh, Quentin. 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 Oh, okay. What was the one he did when he did The Grindhouse? Which one he did? Did he do Planet Terror or Death Proof? He did Death And Rodriguez did the other yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, He also did In Four Rooms. Those are four, four Rooms was did, great. Uh, he did The one? Fourth Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With him. Yeah. With him. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Cherry the, Red. the one with the cherry finger? Cherry Red. Finger? It was it. The Finger, yes. That was the one with the Finger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the cherry. There's a yeah, dead yeah. fucking and, hole in my And Cherry Red fucking carpet. And Antonio Banderheads. Yeah, that was the Misbehaving. Yes. Misbehave. There's a dead fucking hooker in the bag. Yeah, I love Tim Roth just because of that movie. So we got a Tarantino movie cast member here that I can't fucking talk to because he's making something and can't talk. It's apparently for you can't talk to him at all. It's their discretion. Their discretion. It's their discretion because they said talk to the promoter. We talked to the promoter and they said it's up to them. So now we're bouncing back. They go, what do you think? 
Last year our worst it's hard, was. Uh, it's hard to figure this con out sometimes. We interviewed <laughs> who was it? Spenny that was here or Kenny? I heard Spenny was oh, here. Oh, don't get me started. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 we scrapped yeah. the interview. Afterwards we were like, that guy's such an asshole. We're not doing it. Nice. We had Corey Feldman. We asked Corey Feldman for an interview. Really? And his handler says to us, "Well, how much money you got?" Oh, oh my God! For the interview. I'm good. I'm like I'm good. So I move, and we were we balance, and we're still with. Uh, hey kid, Vikings rule. Um, sorry, <laughs> go Packers. Sorry, you need what? to get the fuck out. Steelers. <laughs> Steelers. So his today. his hand. We're still with the radio station at the time. About. Just say go sports. <laughs> go sports. Sports ball. teams. <laughs> we're still with the radio station at the time. So uh, his handler comes back to us. No. And he because it says you know 103.7 on the back of everything, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. like. Hey, listen, I understand you got a radio station. <laughs> Corey's got a new album out. And if you agree to play this, we will do the interview. And first thing pops in my head, it's an indie album. I could totally do I'll this. i the shit out of this. I'm like, oh, my Just God, yeah. Fun. And then I was like, and I thought about it, I'm like, wait, you're the biggest douchebag I've dealt with so far. And then you heard the song, And I, I didn't even hear the song. And I'm like, you know what? No, that's okay. Thanks, man. We'll be good. We, we hard passed Corey Feldman. Nice. And so far, that's that's yeah. been the greatest interview experience of my life. That's and I mean, I've had great interviews with some great people. You, you feel good. good. You Jason feel good. David Frank was uh, another fun yeah. one. Do but you want to hear about one that I let go was I did an interview, and I won't name the, the artist, but it was at a convention. And I sat for an hour, and this artist has a crazy story. Really in-depth, emotional. By the end of it, literally, we're sitting behind his table crying as he's telling me his oh, life wow. story. And I'm like, this is fucking deep. You got to post that shit. This guy's been through some shit, right? So we have this moment and everything. Not an hour later, we're both back at the hotel where he commences to start trashing Canada. Oh. Just ripping into Toronto and Canadians and all this shit. And I'm like, but, but you know I'm... Yeah. Yeah, and he was just relentless. And he was just fucking so, like, hardcore that I was like, well, fuck. And now I've always been torn. And I never have posted yeah. it. It is to this day sitting in the corner of my desktop on my laptop. Because you don't want to get rid I'm of it. I'm not going to get rid of it. Are you gonna post it but one I day? Maybe You're gonna save it like for like uh, maybe with like an amendment. Like okay, look, uh, I, this I is see those podcasts. You I know, keep them for a really shitty day. Post them. Yeah, <laughs> post so them. Get it know. out there. I don't know. Get it yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the ones that you know you're gonna get in hot water for. Yeah, you could. So maybe, I don't. know. I'm always gonna hold on it. to it. We'll, it's we'll worth always it. see. You know. I think it's worth it. A hot shower is better than a cold one. This is true. <laughs> that makes no sense at all. You can boo me. It's all right. I was just gonna say. He's Italian. It's not supposed to make sense. So what do we all got coming up? What are we all planning? Uh, Anything new? What do I got? What do we got next? We got oh, London in two London? weeks. Two London Comic Con. And then we I'm got... only asking this question so I can brag in we a are, minute. <laughs> we are going to be hosting <laughs> some <laughs> cosplay games. Nice. Oh, that's November right. Uh, GTA We got Frightmare in the Fall. Absolutely. Uh, we're all going to be there. We yeah. got the geeks going to be there. Are you coming to GTA? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually... Uh, I'm hosting a panel there for. A We're all movie. doing something yeah. there. The cosplay, very games. Yeah. cosplay games. Cosplay games. <laughs> uh, we got the geek is also. Wait a minute. Yeah, we got the geeks always Luckily there. Luckily, played yeah. us. Yeah. He's awesome. got us all working for him for free. Oh yeah, yeah totally. Smart yeah. Guy. yeah, he's awesome. brilliant. Right. I love that show. <laughs> like, I've been going Wait, to that show a couple free. years, and it's great. I met E. Roger Mitchell there, who was in uh, Hunger Games and. Uh, uh, Anchorman 2, a bunch of nice. movies. And I ended up meeting him at a bunch of cons after and, you know, kind of kept up with him. And it's really exciting. He's such you know? a nice dude. And Zach Galligan of the Gremlins. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah right on. That was a great nice. chat. One too. of the greatest Christmas movies ever made. The greatest Christmas ah, movie. Die ever Hard. Made. Die Hard. Move debate, over. Yeah, move over. That's why I said one. That's why I said one. There's still a weapon to consider as well. 
it was a Christmas movie as well. The whole house was done up in Christmassy. Yeah. You got that? Got that. Yeah, I'm just saying. A stretch. Uh, right. I'm just saying. They didn't so, do any Christmas songs like they did in Die Hard. So I'm going to New York Comic Con next week, boys. Congratulations. And I'm so excited because I've never even been in New York City. Oh, wow. That's so, New York City? I've never seen it. So I think I'm actually more excited about that than the con. I keep forgetting I'm going to go to a con. Are you going to be touring uh, New York City? No time. I'm what going. What are you talking about? I, I've got a show to do. Right after the show's over. I got a lot of stuff because I'm not just going uh, for the weapon, but I'm going to assist uh, my good friend JP Fosgett. Yep. Uh, and he's tabling there, and nice. uh, so I'm going to be hanging at his table a lot too, Sweet. for for backup. So I'm so excited. That's going to be good. Nice. But I'm going to spread the pod love. You know, I'm going to we'll be there next year. Man. Yeah, we're uh, we're looking at uh, venturing you down there. There's the Wellman Wingnut right there. Got, there he is. I was just thinking. I just got my Steve Dash interview. I'm there. Did you? Uh, Who taped it for you? I did. Nice. I you, oh, you just tripod? I did the audio on my phone. Okay, and, yeah. Sorry, man. No, that's all right. Yeah, that's that's tripod. Who was that? Who did you talk to? Uh, Steve Dash, the real Jason Voorhees. Oh, that's right. The hooded one, right? Yeah. Before the match. Friday the 13th, part two, the my original killer. My kid's been killer. getting really in. My kid is six, and he's lately, the past couple weeks, all about horror movies. Freddy, Jason, Chucky, and, and, and he's watching, a braver. Like, he's a braver man than I am. He won't watch the movies, though. He won't watch the movies, but he just thinks they're oh, cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I told him the other day how Jason didn't get that mask till like, the third movie, right. you know? And his little head, like, almost exploded. He didn't, like, understand. Yeah. This I is the mom. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get over my fear of zombies till about two months ago. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah. This is what I was thinking, though. When we were kids, how old were you when you first saw those movies? Because we didn't have internet to start early. Our parents wouldn't just my, let oh us yes. watch it. My mother right? showed me The Exorcist when I was five. What? So I've been, and Steve's heard this story a thousand times. That's He's probably twisted. sick of even long more. Ryan's mother is an absolute pleasure. <laughs> and, and I have nothing bad to say about her. <laughs> Everyone's afraid of my mom. My mom's a, my, my grandfather used to refer to her as his little five by five. Uh, my mom ran the Station Hotel, which is a strip bar in Welland, my entire oh, life. My entire the legendary life. station. The legendary station. Wow, you're um, like the strip club Polly Shore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. I am. I really am. Funny. Really, awesome. Well, he, I'm not. Nobody's as funny as Polly Shore. Um, <laughs> yes, I really said that. Send all your hate mail to the Welland wow. Wingnut at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, yeah, she showed me that when I was five, and because of that, I was scarred for life. I hate horror movies now, which is hard because we get all these interviews um, sent to us from this agency in Hollywood in Australia, and they're all fucking horror movies, like 95% of them, and they're the slasher types that I can't stand. So I'm like, Steve, can you watch this and review it for me? Got an See, interview coming that's up. hilarious. I'm going to say I was six years old. Brother made me watch Return of the Living Dead. Had a fear of zombies ever since from that day. Hilarious literally, movie. Literally just got over that fear because uh, Jen Johnson from um, uh, Halifax did me up as zombie douchebag Shane right. for Cecil Grimes' uh, <laughs> cosplay great, booth. Yeah. yeah, douchebag zombie Shane. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Shane now I'm, I'm a little bit better. It was little Thriller little that screwed zombies for me. Thriller? Fuck I was yeah. young enough that the, <laughs> it, it wasn't just me Thriller, too. but they'd show you the making of Thriller when you were in Kmart yeah. on the TVs and you like the making of Thriller. Yeah, you'd be like, ah. Eight years old around fun. my friends, I'd be like, yeah, this is stupid. And I'd walk away just because I'm actually afraid <laughs> of it, terrifying. trying to save face. I had no shame. I had no shame. I was like, I'm out. I watched Children of the Corn when I was way too young to be watching Children of the Corn with my cousins up north in Godrich. And then on the ride home, I had I had to piss so bad. So my uncle pulled over and said, all right, there you go. In the cornfield. Corn oh, and I'm like, yeah, no, I can hold it. I'm good. He's like, it's like two more hours. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm okay. I watched Creep Show in grade two or three. So yeah, like seven or eight. Creep Show 2. 
Right. Remember the hitchhiker? Thanks for the ride, lady. <laughs> and the float when they're out on the on the dock oh, with and the there's slime. The, the slime. Yes. I wouldn't go in the lake at the cottage. Like, that <laughs> See, for me, it was the bugs. I was like, Fuck you, the one with God. the bugs got me. Yeah. Oh, freaking hate bugs. Oh no, that thanks fucking for the fucking bees. hitchhiker. Thanks for the ride, lady. See, there were certain ah. horror movies that didn't bother me at all. Like Jeepers Creepers, for some reason, never bothered me. That was just hilarious. Yeah, 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 that was kind yeah. of funny. Anything but, with Justin Long's funny. But, but it wasn't like the horror movie that scarred me as a kid. It was the horror movie that didn't scar me as a kid. It was my teens. Was sleepaway camp, and it was that fucking ending. When they're zooming out, you're like, okay, she, oh, she's got a dick. I <laughs> know all and they woke up with every crying know game. About crying <laughs> Do you remember Sleepaway Camp Two? No, I think this. I was afraid to watch Sleepaway Camp. There's a girl showering, and she's got her curling iron warming up. In no. comes the killer, and takes that curling iron and puts it somewhere you don't want it to fucking. Ooh, that reminds me. That scarred the shit out of me. That, that reminds like me of Angel, 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 <laughs> what was it? Angel Heart with Robert De Niro and Mickey Rourke and uh, Lisa Bonet, from, Denise from The Cosby Show. Yeah. Uh, Mickey Rourke was uh, played a detective trying to capture Robert De Niro's character. Robert De Niro, though, unbeknownst to everybody, was the devil. And he ends up making, Mickey Rourke ends up being the killer he's chasing the entire time. Spoiler alert. But he ends up killing Lisa Bonet by shoving a gun up her. What? They don't show it. They just show her in bed wow, later. That, that's with called the Qaddafi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's now called the Qaddafi. Really? I thought it was the Joseph Coney. Oh. Is, it, is, it, no. is it weird that we've all completely forgotten about Joseph Coney? Like, not to get political, but... I don't but, even know who the hell you're talking you, about. No. Joseph yeah. Coney. Dude, yeah. I could get political for hours because that's my thing. I love it. It is the so greatest my theater. Page, how it is the greatest. I, I I read into everything because it's so it's it's the greatest theater ever. Yeah. Is to see left says this, right says this. What's actually happening? Yeah, and it's so freaking entertaining. Theater productions don't end up with us getting our heads blown off via. Moabs. Well, unless you're at Ford Theater. I'm terrified of the world right what, now. What, too soon for an oh, Abraham Lincoln joke? Oh, too soon for an Abraham oh, Lincoln joke? Much too soon. <laughs> you're turning back the centuries on that one. What, what was that, Jeez. four score and seven years thanks, ago? Uh, thanks to him, we know everything on the internet is true, though. Because Abraham is, Lincoln said everything on the internet this is, is true. Very I'm true. Sure. I believe that, too. Right. I believe that, too. All right, everybody, uh, shout out who you are, where you are. Uh, and, go uh, ahead. Uh, uh, Steve Lambert, a.k.a. Well and Wingnut, Ratchy TV. Uh, Ryan, a.k.a. Ryan, and that guy, Ratchy TV. Check us out, Ratchy.ca, and all over Facebook. Todd Poole from Droids Canada, owner, creator, podcast host, and I do everything underneath the sun. God help me. <laughs> <laughs> and Denmo, a.k.a. Con Stranger, Con Stranger TV, with Droids Canada Podcasts, droidscanada.com. Uh, and, of course, you all know me, kids. It's, it's your host, Jay, from uh, L'Elegant Weapon. And uh, you can find me. And you can also find, of course, the Droid uh, Boys. Don't forget about uh, POIpodcast.com. The Points of Interest Podcast Network. There is so much good stuff yeah. for there for you to find. the shit out of you. That was, yeah, we try <laughs> to share and share. Show. Yeah. Trying to, trying to uh, try share the love. <laughs> All right. Yes. Well, thanks. This has been yeah, fun. Good, good, times. Times. good times. Good times. Good times. We'll do our, our good times. Good times. Good times. We'll do our I'm outside. Our 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 soon, and we're doing it up. Come, I got a come bunch on the of show, shit though. Come on the it. show. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, a bunch of shit to do. We'll do our podcast outside when we do our 420 meeting. Right on. Right on. Y'all know sup. <laughs> Wait, you don't do 420. I'm chatting here with Dave Benison. Kids, if you don't remember Dave, I met him last year here at Hamilton Comic Con. Stick to the story. 
Uh, Y'all know my day job, arborist by day, tree climber, Jedi, extraordinaire, tree ninja, blah, blah, blah. So to be at a Comic-Con and run into this fine fellow and see the marvelous and beautiful creations that he works with as far as wood. He makes staffs, wands, uh, canes, canes, runes, lots of really interesting stuff. Arrowheads. Yeah, Yeah, so it's great to see you again, man. Oh, hey, it's great to see you. And uh, yeah, it's been a a really busy year for Stick to the Story this year. Yeah. um, we, uh, my online stuff has been uh, been crazy, and uh, I have a bit of announcement. I actually have some of my staffs are being shown on a TV show that's being developed in uh, New Zealand. It's called AFK, and a lot of the actors that are in it were in uh, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Right, right. And uh, so my st- one of my staffs was flown over there this, this summer, and uh, they're actually using it to film. They're doing a six-part miniseries right now. And that'll be coming out sometime next year. And then the full season two is completely covered yeah. um, for next year. And my yeah. staffs are involved. So that's that something so really exciting. exciting. Man. And there's also something that's that makes exciting. You officially a prop master. A prop too. master, there you yes. Go. How's that? Um, oh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really neat. And yeah. uh, there's also something that I can't say too much about. Whoa. But uh, secrets? Yes, a bit <laughs> secret. But I can say that just before uh, I went away on holidays to Nova Scotia, right. uh, it looked like it's so much fun. Beautiful. I pictures. actually was contacted by Mark Hamill on Twitter. Oh, this is right. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, there could be a future project for Ooh. one of my things coming up. So there's a little bit of discussion going on, but uh, we'll find out end of October. Dude, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> you know, it seems it almost did it kind of stem from your appearance here last year that you found things breached out a little. Yeah, it very. Re- it, like it, I know it had taken off. But honestly, it to really take. Yeah, off it since. took last year. It it really took off. Um, yeah. The comic cons did help that. Um, it also helped, you know, with the, with the Twitter and stuff. That, that that's where I'm more known right. on the sure. Facebook. But you know, we just surpassed our 45th. 45,000 follower on Twitter. Still gaining. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just got my seventh million view, Twitter wow. view, in two years. That's so, insane, so it, it's 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 really yeah. blown. So for selling my stuff, it's become a great, great sort of uh, sales place because I can well, put something on idea. and sell it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mostly just do commission stuff now. Which, and, which um, surprised me. I thought yeah. you'd be selling a lot of stock and having to keep. Well, it that up that was that was part of the. The thing is that getting the stock for a big show like this, I had to take so much time out of my regular job right. to actually do it right. that um, that you know I had to scale back so and, if and it, stick to the, if stick it, to that. If so. it was the kind of thing where you pre-made, say like you know over the next month you pre-made yeah. ten canes or ten staffs, right? Yeah. And then put them online. Would they just be gone so quick that you have would, to immediately yeah. start well, over again? Well, here and here. Well, here's the other part: okay, is I, I actually you. have a store in, in Niagara Falls that carries my stuff. Right, it's uh, Fay Nature. Fay Nature. Yeah, yes. it's a new store. Yeah. Great store. If anybody's right. in the Niagara area, go check it out. It's right. in a great store. But they carry my stuff, so I do try to keep that stock. And and actually, it's doing really well at the store. I I, I was surprised. It's a perfect environment. Yeah. Why would you yeah. be surprised? Well, I I just I didn't didn't know how yeah. it'd be. be well, here's the thing: so. you're actually in an area. The area you're coming from. Uh, I grew up in St. Catharines yeah. in the yeah. Niagara region, and you know, still have a lot of connection there. And it's it's an odd place in the way that. Uh, Things like that are very popular. There's a right. lot of Wiccans. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of pagan culture. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it, it, there's, you can say the same thing. Like it, it even has a lot of old punk rock culture. Yeah. Like yeah. Exactly. Right. It goes exactly. way back. Yeah. And but yeah, it's the perfect environment. For oh you, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So, and, and also, yeah. Uh, I noticed that you've branched out, so to speak. 
uh, as an arborist, and, and I see that you've started a couple of uh, projects uh, I, I could, in the staff area. Well, so. here's, it started, okay, years ago, like 10 years ago, I was doing a job in, uh, right. in uh, Mississauga, and I had to remove this big wisteria vine. Yeah, wisteria is a great piece of wood, too. I found, after, when I cut it apart, there was a piece that was probably about, you know, six feet high or so, but straight other than, but perfectly twisted. Right, twisted yeah. And I was like, it would be an absolute shame to throw this thing away. Yeah. So yeah. I kept it, and I've had it ever since, sitting in my backyard, just getting drier and drier. And then after meeting you, it just brought, that all rushed back to my head. Well, hey, that, that's and, great to hear I inspired you. <laughs> and well, I was like, why, why not? Like these yeah. beautiful pieces of wood that I have access to on a daily, exactly. all day yeah. long basis, yeah. I'm just constantly throwing them through a chipper. That's right. right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, you, and, and it's probably when you're doing that, you're seeing the staffs going, I'm oh, I can make to. that. Yeah, you start well, saying, yeah, yeah. oh, wait, I can make something out of that. Totally. I can make something out you know, of that. It's yeah. a bit of a waste. And yeah. so, you know, and I feel that way when I'm driving down the road and I see people cutting down. It's like, oh, that would make a good staff. Yeah, that would make totally, a good wand. Totally. Yeah, so and I know where I, you're coming from. When yeah. I was a kid, I did word, wood burn a bit. Right, right. Grandfather right. had got me a kit, and I, I had done a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you totally, it was just exactly, that simple. Yeah. I was inspired to try it out. So I'm good, sanding good. down my first one right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just working with the paper, trying to figure out what gives, what kind of smoothness and what's easy to work with. Right. You know, it's, it's it's fun, man. Yeah, and oh, you get yeah, all into yeah. it, and it's that's like right. meditative. Yep, yep, you know what I it. mean? Like it. you just, so. I put the music on, or I put a podcast yep, on, yep, and yep. Uh, I get right into it. You that's know? actually and, what when I'm working, sometimes I'll throw in podcasts. Sure, and, and yeah, listen to yeah, podcasts yeah. And, so how does it work? Because we were saying here, you were telling me how most of the orders these days are custom yep. orders. How do you custom order a staff? How much detail do they have to send you? Do they yeah. get as like specific type of wood yeah, that you then have yeah, to Yeah, like I'll get also I'll get people that'll ask, you know, do you have this type of wood? And if I have it, then you know, and then it'll go from there. So we'll start off with maybe a wood type, and then it'll be okay. What do you want on? Do you want uh, you know I can add horns? Do you want a stone? Do you want? Is there okay. any um, you know names or engravings? You know, because I can do okay. uh, you know I can do Tenwar Elfish or Star Trek language or anything somebody wants. Anything. Yeah, yeah. And, and and just you know they'll give me sort of a list of what they want and then carving of the animals. I do a lot of animals, bears. You know, owl, sure. owls are popular, and owls, turtles. Yeah? Turtles have been really popular this year too. And frogs, frogs. It's like the amphibian world has come to life or something. Ah, I guess so, it's what's in season. Yeah, this year, and, and so. uh, but yeah. but you know, then I can carve those. So that I'll get a list. So say like I'll get somebody on Twitter that says, "Hey, I want want, want this." Um, They'll give me a list of what they like. And if I can do it, I'll say, yeah, we can do that. And then a lot of times they'll say, and use your own sort of artistic uh, take right, on it, right? right? They want right. my take on it with their stuff. Okay, and, right, and, uh, right, right. That's sort of how it goes. And then it's, you know, put together, uh, you know, a lot of times they'll pay up front. And that's, you know, with PayPal and, and uh, uh, e-transfer now, sure, it yeah, can yeah. all be done, you know, so worldwide. Easily. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, and that's yeah. that's where it's been nice. Right. Using the Twitter is my thing went from a local to now worldwide and, and my stuff sells it it's everywhere. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, There's uh, something that really that, that's very cool that happens because of this show a lot yeah. and people will meet each other through podcasts like this or online create beautiful comic books together yeah. and yeah. have never met. They no, won't meet until no, like a year right. after the book's out and they finally get a show together exactly. somewhere or something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah so. it's a beautiful time to be able to do that. 
just to give people an idea, what is like the pricing range? Because I'm sure there's yeah. a range. Of okay, your different so things. so canes, I, uh, canes have been really popular lately. Uh, right. So my canes are usually sixty dollars plus the shipping. So shipping can vary depending on you know if, if it's local, I'll actually deliver it. So if it's in the Niagara area, oh, I'll nice. deliver them so staffs. Uh, right, right. So but shipping can vary depending on where it's going. Anywhere like from forty up to a hundred dollars. You know, to go to New Zealand, it's of pretty course. expensive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, staffs are eighty. To 100, so it's in that right. range, and then my wands like all my my wands and like the Harry Potter styles and my own ones right. are all like 20 25 dollars, right? So. On. And they're also Which all available at so the store, too. So, yeah. if you were to go to a, like a store or a health store and need to buy yeah. yourself a cane for whatever reason, yeah, you're probably going to be paying you know, whatever 20 40 50 bucks, yeah, probably for, for a piece of metal, of, yeah, yeah, for some piece of metal that's off the line that's yeah, all bolted yeah. and you know, fiberglass or whatever. Or you could have something unique, yeah, and yeah. personal, and and yeah. handcrafted. One of the you know really I mean? interesting things that happened—it's happened a couple of times, but this year is—I uh, met some people from Arizona, okay, and uh, and they were friends of a friend, and they went back to Arizona, and they were having a party for their father. He was actually uh, a Vietnam vet, all right, and they were looking for something unique for him, and uh, he he uh, and he had a cane, but he refused to use his cane because he just didn't want to look stupid. Okay. So the the son who I met uh, decided, hey, I'm going to get you to custom up a cane for me. So I got the regiment he was in, the, the battalion, uh-huh. everything. I got all his sayings that he would say, and then I actually did the Arizona flag, and uh-huh. uh, and I put that all on the cane. I added nice. a stone that he, he liked, and uh, he was... Guy's 90 years old and he's a Metallica fan, so I actually put Metallica on it <laughs> for him great, man. and and sent it off. And uh, they they gave him the cane. And what I heard is he cried when he saw this, and he wouldn't have let go of it for three days after. And now he uses that cane. And to me, the everything I did oh, that so hearing that it. made it worth oh, of it. Course. And and, yeah, yeah. and uh, like stories like that yeah, yeah. It is you know it, it it really drives you to want to do of this course. stuff. You know, hey, art is and, personal to people yeah, in whatever yeah. form. And there's so many ways to express yourself. Exactly. And, you yeah. know, that's just why I so appreciate what you do. Because oh, yeah, the more I think it. about it, I think about how I'm just throwing it through a chipper all day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I I did? Uh, do you ever carve like flat out just carve or whittle or play? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, just play yeah. around. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. found a piece of uh, oak. Right. And it's right. perfect staff shape. Like it's yeah, one of those yeah. pieces you find. It's just a perfect straight staff, but. I left the cut of the limb that it was growing on. Right. So it's basically a big club. Yeah. Like yeah, a big hammer yeah, yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. And it's a piece of red oak. Yeah. And it's balanced pretty good that I could see if you like cut, yeah. carved like half of it away into something. Make sure your tools are really sharp well, though, yeah, eh? Yeah. The oak... But do you ever try anything like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I've yeah. done some some clubs and stuff over, I made mean, some Viking war clubs and stuff right, they, out right. of pieces that were shaped. I've done some oak war clubs nice, in the past. Nice. But yeah. there again, it's, it's finding the right piece, right? right. It comes down to that. If, if you find the right piece, yeah. then you can do it. You can't just make it out of any piece. It's yeah. got to kind of come to you. Nice. Right? Well, so. it's so much easier for me, but it's nice that you do it yeah, through yeah. exploration. Yeah, yeah. You go out, so. you walk the beaches, you yeah. walk the yeah. forest and find interesting That's right. pieces. Yeah. I'm literally, I can get so picky. Oh, like, yeah. I've, I've been having my guys at the end of the day. You know, after we've chipped everything up, I have a put-aside pile now. Yeah, yeah. And it's right. like, there'll be like 10 sticks. And the guy, yeah. the guy's like, 
Jay, it's taking you like a month to even try to make one. Right, and yeah, you're going to exactly. save 20 sticks. Yeah. You're going to find again tomorrow. Yeah. So I have to be like, okay, no, I know, I know. I've been yeah. too into it. But And, and yeah. I've been lucky because a couple of the um, orchards that are around the area in Niagara, that's where I source a lot of my wood. So okay. the, um, And I become friends with the, the you know, the, 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 the owners. Right. And that's where I get the wood. So I get, I'm access to like apple, pear, cherry, that's every nice. type of all the yeah. fruit woods. Right. But plus on their properties, they'll have like willows and oaks and they trim them. Right. And now... I've got the set aside pile where the guy, you know, yeah. will set aside all the wood. That's he, great. Now I've even gotten them cutting yeah. them to yeah. lengths well, for be, me. I, I've saved yeah. a whole bunch of the yeah. cork yeah. screws, so I'll get you one. But I also found some uh, smaller pieces and oh, kept yeah, them yeah, because yeah. they're really cool yeah, looking wands. Cool. Yeah, yeah, they make uh, good wands. Yeah. I don't know how you. Some of them are really when they obviously the smaller the willow gets, they're, the more they, yeah, they fragile, get fragile it is. It'll yeah. crack. So is, is there any woods that you just hate to work with? That you're um, just like, that sucks I, one one that I wish I could use more would be uh, uh, birch, okay. and I love using birch. But birch is, and as you know, it's a real punky wood. Oh yeah. And if you don't get it, basically fresh. when it's green and fresh, yeah, yeah. And then do your carving, and then uh, you know use the linseed oil, something to preserve it. The wood, the wood's gonna rot really quick, oh, and if you don't quickly. catch it right, it gets. Yeah. We call it punky. Right? You know, it's it gets a punky wood. Totally yeah. gets punky. We yeah. actually consider birch to be what we call a self-pruning tree. Right, right. And that's the idea that once it, you know, a lot of trees will let a, a limb die off. Yeah. And then they'll keep trying to pump to it. It won't heal over because it won't break and fall right, off. Right, right. Where a birch will, it'll let its wood rot so quickly right. that yeah. it can fall apart and it can grow. That's why you yeah. very rarely see little stubs. Yeah. And yeah, I know, that's right? Because right. they're in a birch, but. Now that I know that, yep. it's going on the list. Perfect. So next time I take something fresh, I'll make sure I hold on to that, and yeah. we'll get it yeah. out to you indeed. There you uh, go. Give the people all the information they should have if we're to check out all your yep. stuff, Dave. Okay, so uh, stick to the story on Facebook, mm -hmm. and then uh, Dave Benison on Facebook, and then we have stick to the story, but stick the number two, the story on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's where that's where we are, and uh, I'm posting stuff on there all the time. Right. So. Uh, what's your background? Uh, as in... Like your what? heritage. Oh, uh, well, my heritage is, uh, we're Scottish-English. Uh, right my on. family is right from the borderline, a uh, place called Bolton-on-Swale. Right on. And uh, yeah, yeah, right on the yeah. coast. But yeah, yeah. that that was part of my heritage. And then on my mother's side, uh, her father was Iroquois. Oh, and, cool. And so there's a bit of, uh, you know, lineage there. Um, we never really followed it too much there was a bit of uh, how would you say the embarrassment side of the okay, thing with it sure. and, and back in the yeah and and, and yeah, um, yeah. but but that's there and uh but yeah as that yeah and i'm right originally yeah, from north bay ontario that's where i was born oh you're from way up there yeah hey, i got family northern up in, ontario uh, boy yeah uh manitowash right right i got family yeah. up there and yeah. they just they just let it kill one berry a year and they're set that's, that's right. like all so. their food <laughs> they go grocery shopping once yeah yeah there you go uh, Dave, you're yep. such an awesome dude, and you make incredible work. Oh, Seriously, you. kids, you need to check this stuff out. And as you've heard, Dave, uh, do you do commissions? Yep. And he yep. he understands uh, the nerdy sentiment. Oh yeah. And yeah. you want a bat staff? You want a Lord Star of the Rings staff? Wars, yeah, you want do. a Tron staff? Yep, yep. I'm sure you can yep, make that yep. happen. We've done. I've done Absolutely, it all. Yeah. 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 Uh, and and amazing gifts oh, as well. You. Like thank they're you. the like well your gifts yes, but yeah. they're also <laughs> good to give as gifts. I'm exactly. As well. And uh, treats such as that. So That's stick cool. to the story. Dave, you're awesome. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. And thanks for having me. <laughs> I don't know if you'd really call it an interview. <laughs>
I think most people who do interviews prepare for this sort of oh. thing. Well, you're more of a fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy, right? Uh, kind of. I just, I'm just too lazy to prepare for anything properly. You know how it is, right? I do. I do. I'm quite lazy myself. Well, you were just mentioning, uh, I just saw your one of your crow prints yep. that Ernie Hudson signed and personalized, and you would have liked to have actually put Ernie in the picture. Yeah. But you were too lazy. I, I was. <laughs> and like I said, I had, I had forgotten to... You know, I didn't lay it out the way that I probably should have because I would have liked to put him in there. And because uh, he, I think he he brought um, a really good element to the story. Like, he's such a good down-to-earth kind of actor. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, and he, he, he can draw a lot of attention and it doesn't take away from the main focus of yeah, the... Of yeah. the of he the, helps the, ground it. He kind of yeah. grounds the movie. Very much. He's, you know, you have the guy that's come back from the dead... Yeah. You know, to, to kill everybody that killed him. But, you know, you have this real person who has to deal with real shit all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. I'd like to meet him, but... His he always seems super personable and friendly to people. I think that uh, I think that I'll maybe bring my own copy over and get it signed later on. Nice, nice. Right. Uh, it's, it's fantastic, Dustin, to hear what a fan of True Romance you are as well. Oh, dude. Yeah. I, I was in film school at the time in 1993 when it came out. Oh, really? And one of the instructors gave us free passes. So we, a bunch of us went. Are you kidding? No, it was really? awesome. See, I missed it in theaters. Oh. And uh, I discovered it on video. One day my mom just rented it and oh. brought it home. And I was like, okay, what's this? So we watched this movie. And for like three days, I couldn't wrap my head around it. Oh man! I was like literally like, what just what just kind of happened? You know, when something hits you so hard, you mm-hmm. gotta process it. And it really, I it's like the greatest piece of art to me ever handed down to man. Like, well, you have Tony Scott, a fantastic director. You know, God rest his soul. Right. You know, uh, he, he has such a a gritty way of doing something, and to take a Tarantino story. Yeah was, I think, a great well, idea. Well, it's a cosmic coming together yeah. of the fact that it's the one movie that Quentin wrote, he didn't write, mm. and they didn't feel he was quite ready because yeah. he'd done Reservoir, and they were like, hey, but this is, this is bigger let time. Tony do this. Yeah. And as far as, because, you know, can you, like, I sometimes try to picture what Quentin's true romance would have looked like. I don't think it would have been as gritty. I think it would have been a little more... I think it would have been more gritty, like more I, real, more I, violent. More violent, yeah, but I'm talking about the actual look. You know how Tony Scott always has almost like a grainy look to it? Yes. Blue filter. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I I love that look. You know, when he did Crimson Tide, when he did Last Last Boy Scout. Totally. You know what I mean? So it's like such a good director. Yeah. You know, and he brought out, he brought really neat people together. Yeah. Like whoever thought bringing Bruce Willis, who was like one of the biggest action stars at the time. And David Wayans. Wayans. Like, yeah. who brings those two people together, yeah, right? Yeah. So, you know, guy of his caliber, I think. Well, it was, it was a cosmic coming together of the fact that Quentin didn't direct it. Yes. Because it, it's, it's a second movie. Reservoir Dogs makes all this fuss. Yes. And everybody wants to be in the next Quentin movie. That's right. So you end up with this cameo cast <laughs> list that's probably the... And I'm not just saying it like loving the movie, but anybody hears the cast list who hasn't even seen the movie... Oh, thinks, man. How can all these people possibly be in the same movie? I know. And what's amazing about Bronson Pinchot being here, hopefully we'll get a talk, chance to talk to him, Elliot Blitzer, 
was he had a standout performance mm-hmm. amongst standout performances. You know, he you've did. got the greatest cameos, people just delivering crazy, crazy <laughs> performances, and here he is, kind of the third main cast member going mm-hmm. along on this trip with them and Dick Ritchie, and he was just phenomenal. I know. Like, he was so good. It was unreal. Well, that's why I needed to go just shake his hand and tell him how much I loved him yeah. in that movie. Yeah, I said thank you. I went thank thanked oh, him good. I was like, thank you. And I don't get nervous often, yeah. right? It's one of the good reasons you know, why I'm good at podcasting yes. and doing panels and moderating. I, I don't have that nervous gene or that right. gene for embarrassment. Oh, that's once true. in a while, man, when I walked up to his table, I felt the kind of shakes come in. <laughs> And I, could, I wasn't quite finishing sentences because I couldn't think of the next word to say. Mm-hmm. And you just get flustered, but it's so personal to yeah, you. Yeah, you know? it is, yeah. So speaking of things that are personal to yeah. you, uh, tell the people about yourself and your art and your books and what's happening. Uh, well, uh, I started... Um, I've always been a writer in, in some regard. I wrote screenplays coming out of film school. Nothing ever got made. Uh, Where'd you go? Vancouver Film School. Oh, right on. Yeah, it's the yeah. same one that Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith quit. quit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he basically told him, you guys can't teach me anything, so goodbye. Right. So, and look what he did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I knew nothing going in. Like, I knew absolutely nothing. All I knew is that I wanted to write. Right. You know, I love my movies, and I love to write. So I went there. It was um, eight-month, pretty much intensive style of trade course, right? Okay. And then afterwards, it was a three-month... Uh, you know, part-time production course. They just, they just give you the ins and outs of a few things. Each person that worked there was either currently working or had been working in the industry for quite some time. Okay, I got you. you. Know, like the instructors. They all had worked on, you know, uh, small-time, or not small-time, but minor television shows. You know, some experience. Yes, right, you right, know, so right. they, at least they had some something base, to bring. Right. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah. the base. So I went, I had nothing I needed to know. Yeah. You know, I, there was no university that was teaching these types of like, crash courses. There's always theory and stuff like that. Okay. I wanted I wanted practical, hands-on, and that's what I got. Good, right, you know? right. But that's then, how you learn by doing. Absolutely, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're, I did set decoration, you know, you did, you did uh, we did documentary filmmaking, we did a whole bunch of different things. Nice, right? nice. So always, you know, big comic fan growing up. Why not meld the two? So I had this brilliant idea a few years ago, and I'm sarcastic about it. <laughs> but I thought that I had this, you know, a really neat idea for a screenplay, which was Hell, right. which is my comic. Right, right. Okay, so I thought it would be a really neat screenplay. Then a buddy, my buddy Dan Hammond, okay, yeah, he, started, yeah. he, he started drawing and stuff like that. Sure. He approaches me. He's just like... You always have pretty fucked up ideas. I like <laughs> fucked up ideas. Why don't we do something together? So sure. that's how Hell was really created. Right on. So I wrote the script really fast. Start to finish, we had it in print in three months. Nice. The first that's issue. That's a good quick out there. Yeah. 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 And then uh, we went down to Baltimore as our first time down there. Why, to, why Baltimore? It what? was. We just wanted. We wanted a, a big con. There was nothing coming up any sooner. Right. So we decided. Let's just make a trip, go down, yeah. have a good time. Right on. And we did. We had a great time. How far is Baltimore? Nine hours. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. It's seven and a half to Philly, and that drives me crazy, oh, man. man. I think I'm going to fly this year. <laughs> I think I'm done with doing those drives, man. It's really? crazy. Yeah. yeah it, was a, it was a road trip for the boys, right? Just well, him and I. Different. You know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, well, we, we, when we drove down, though, last year, luckily... 
we were going to fly, my girl and I, and we decided to drive down because Aisha Han and Sean Daly came with yes. us. So we're like, let's just carpool down. And let me tell you something, kids. You ever need to go on a long car trip, <laughs> you need to bring Shay with you. <laughs> He's hilarious. He, it, it was like he made it his mission for this to be the most fun, entertaining <laughs> car ride. He's a fun guy, though. He is a fun guy, but yeah. this was like, it was like he did it on purpose to like <laughs> repay us for the drive. I don't know. Which is gracious, but he was just on, and yeah. he made those hours fly by. Oh, that's and good. So yeah, that's good. Everybody needs a shave for a nice long they do. car ride. They you do. know, yeah. So you get the bu- uh, book published. You go down to uh, go to Baltimore. Baltimore. It, it, you know, it's uh, we did not do very well, but it's okay. Sure. It's it's hit or miss. Right. You know, you can't you can't take it personally. Right. Not at all. Right. So, yeah. but you know, we decided Dan wanted to. We were starting to work on the next issue, and then Dan's like, "Well, what if we did this?" And I said, "Well, I want to continue with this, so you can go and do your thing." Right. And we're still great friends. It's not like we, you know, never talk to each other afterwards. Oh, it's yeah, not yeah. like there was a creative difference. It's just I wanted to continue doing this. Right. So I put out the next issue by myself. Right on. So I hired a guy to do the digital inking and stuff for me. I just did all the layouts and writing. Okay. And so you just did the pencils yeah, and then I handed did, it off. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now right I am venturing into the digital art. Right. I don't think I realized that you and Dan did the first one together. Oh, I yeah. thought it was just you the whole way through. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just met Dan at uh, Gotham Central had a thing. Oh, uh, the Batman and, Harley uh, thing last yeah, week. Uh, yeah. No, this was earlier in the summer. Oh, okay. This was for an, uh, another event. Oh, He's okay. always Carlos is always having his yeah, events. But it's funny because I had my kid with me. Uh, and uh, my kid walks in. He's like, hey, I know who that is. I'm like, you do? Who's that? Hodor. And he goes, <laughs> he goes that's Jay Fosgate. Oh, Jay. Okay. And I was yeah. like, what, what are you? And then I looked at him, and it's the glasses, the goatee, and the kind of short, flat top. Oh, and okay. He's totally like a, the Hulk version of Jay Fosgate. Yes. And I told my kid, I was like, close, but not quite. <laughs> uh, but then we took a look, and he's he is amazing. Like, his swamp things and stuff. Oh, I know. Are, like, his, his yeah. attention to a lot of detail is really cool. Right, right. You right, know? Right, and, right. And we're both growing as artists and sure, stuff. Sure. So, it's, so how does it feel now being like the one-man band? Do you feel like more... I got a lot of support from my wife it, and right it, so it really helps right, right? oh yeah it really yeah. helps you it know? does that's the key it is yeah you know and I got I got guys like Jeff Graham I got Alex Chung sure you know I got you know, these guys are really Alex building me up such a nice guy oh, God. Like, salt of the earth that oh, guy yeah. it's crazy he's he on Sean Daly levels Oh, yeah. Those two are two Canadian for Canadians. Yes. That's they how polite are. and sweet they, they are. They are, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So right. it's it's that type of encouragement that keeps me going. Steve McGinnis, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like these guys really just keep pumping me up, you know. It's got to have that support, man. I think know? that's why places like Michigan do so well. Uh, their, their indie community thrives so hardcore because every single one of them is trying to hold each other that's up. That's good. It's that's not good. a competitive situation. It's no. we want this whole industry to thrive and survive yes. and do well. A little bit more disjointed in Ontario, I find, but I think a lot of that's just we're so big. Yeah. It's I, such a big community. Yeah, very you know? spread out, yeah, too. Brampton right? Yeah, Brampton clan and Hamilton clan yeah. and Wolf and you, clan. And well, you have Timmins now with Oric and yeah. Andrew Thomas and, yeah. and Davis Dewberry. Like, these yeah. guys are really trying. Oh, yeah. They are trying, and they're good guys. Yeah. Like, I haven't met Davis, but I know a little bit about him just through Andrew. Right. So, and he's the one who created Oric. Then right. you have Andrew, who's who's working for uh, Chapter House oh, yeah, now full time. Yeah, that's great. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. 
He was the only one at Fan Expo who had a Bendy print. Uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine is a, oh, is a new yeah. game online, like a PC game. Yeah. And my kid's obsessed with it. That's all he cares about. And he's like, can we go and get Bendy stuff? And I flat out <laughs> told him. I was like, I don't think there's going to be any because I've never seen it. Like, I don't think they make merchandise or anything like that. I heard it's pretty hard. Yeah. And so I show up and Andrew, blessed Andrew, yes. made a Bendy print. And my kid was just like, oh, my God. So we get home, and I'm going to go hang it on his wall. And he's like, Daddy, can we put it in the living room? Because, well, I have a lot of my stuff in there. Okay. Like, it's all comic pictures and Star Wars prints and stuff. Right. So it's not like a grown-up living room. No. But they're all nicely framed in black frames. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, absolutely. Like, this looks great. And I know it means something to him that a part of his... His stuff is in the living room. That's right. So Andrew Thomas's Bendy is all framed nicely, hanging you know. above my couch, man. And he's been my go-to guy, like, you know, for technique-wise or anything like that. Just, he's always there with a helpful hint. Right. Andrew is. So That's, It's good, man. You know. So tell the people about Hell, and uh, Hell, without spoiling too much, what's the deal, you know? Hell is essentially a supernatural jail for demons. It's run by Templar Knights in big mech armor. Great, man. That's it. It's just, it's just, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and it's going yeah. to be about a six-issue series. Okay. You so know? you've got an arc planned out in your I head. do. Right I on. do. So as soon as I get that done, then I'm going to be working on a graphic novel. Ooh. Yes. Um, that's an endeavor, an undertaking. It is. Yeah. I'm going to take one of my old screenplays, and it's called Scrapers. And it's about um, demons that live inside the walls of this big apartment complex. And whenever they take uh, one of the tenants in the building, what they become one of these demons. Oh, so, and it's, and it's built up to, they're basically building up their force to attack somebody who has no idea who they are. That's cool, man. So I'm going to do that. And another one that... Um, you that, going to tackle that entirely yourself too? Yes, or? I am. Because uh, I bought myself a, a Cintiq. Oh, Wacom, oh, a new laptop. Exciting. So after this Hamilton show, yeah, I'm going into digital mode. Digital. I'm mode. not doing any fan art. I'm not doing anything for sure. a while. I yeah. got to. I got to get the the software down. I need to learn that. You have stuff. to take that time to yeah. learn that shit, man. Like yeah. when, I always say, when I started this podcast six years ago, mm -hmm. I could barely use Facebook. Yeah. And now, because of what I've had to learn to go along with it, I can build websites and RSS feeds there you and go. all this crap. That's just, awesome. But there were many, many sleepless nights yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Just trying to figure out how to make stuff work. That's you know? right. So it's well, a process. Yeah. And like I have guys like my buddy Matt James, who's who's done a lot of the coloring for my digital I coloring. I know the name Matt James. I've he's heard that. He's in Australia. Okay. So he's done, uh, let's see, he did that. These two. Right on. Um, that. That. It's great. That. You know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. the crow. Like, he really. That's great, for and sure. So he sends me tutorials. How'd you get hooked up with him? I saw him on uh, Deviant. Oh. Deviant Art. And oh, I just approached him a couple, Deviant. Couple, couple of years ago. Said, we need to get this done. How you, are you up for this? He goes, yeah. I told him my price yep. that I can afford. He goes, absolutely. Right on. So. And then we actually got to a point where I'm like, I said, have you ever thought about like doing like a trade? And he goes, what do you mean? I said, well, I draw the pictures, you color them, you sell them, and I sell them. Right. So he wouldn't charge me. 
He wouldn't charge me for the, for the wow. service, right? But then he's just, he's gotten busy, and, I, and I'll pay. Right. If I need it, I, I, I'll pay. Wow. But he gives me a very good price on what he does, and he's Deal, fantastic. Man. He's Sounds fast. Sounds like a good fella. He is. Yeah, he them is. Australians. It's too bad, though, because they don't have the amount of cons that we would have. Right, not at all. We're spoiled here, though, in particular. Not just yeah. North America. In southern Ontario. We are. But there's something to do almost every weekend. I know. Of some sort. And when I, I mean? when I started, I had no clue. Yeah. Like, I've only been drawing for three and a half years, my okay. own stuff. And I had no clue. How many there were. Oh, yeah. It's like, overload here. Man. It People is. talk about saturation at a certain point. Yeah. But it's also a thing where Ontarians are often afraid to leave. Oh, so yes. there's constantly being shows thrown here, whereas the state's model is more travel around. Yeah. Get to these different cities, get your book in front of other people's eyes, yeah. and meet them. They meet you, they like you. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason a lot of people. Sometimes a lot of people on my like we when we just started talking, we spent five minutes talking about true romance. Right. Because you know that's a natural conversation we just got into, and a lot of people sometimes will be like, "Hey, you just spent forty-five minutes talking to a guy, and you didn't mention his comic." <laughs> and it's like, no, but did you like that guy? Did you find that guy interesting? Right. Because yeah. odds are, if you did, you're probably going to want to check out his work and think that it's as interesting as they are. Right. So that's kind of my philosophy around it. That's awesome. And I'm always telling people, get out. Get out into the world. That's and see, right. see, my next thing, I'm thinking England or Scotland at this Ooh. point. Because some of the, you know, I met a few kids out there who do some amazing shows. Yeah. And that would be incredible. It would like be. Like a Glasgow Comic Con or something oh, like that. Geez. Come on, right? Well, I have a buddy who lives in, in London. Right. In New York. Or yeah. London, England. And he's just like, come on out. You can stay with me. Go to the show. Isn't it great? Like, and an old high school friend of mine, right? Right, So right. It's, oh, that nice. goes that, back that far. Right. You know, um, I go out to Calgary every year. Do you do, you do the Calgary yeah, show? Next, yeah, this next one will be my fourth time People out there. Really digging that show, man. Every it's year a, it gets more popular. It is. I a should fun really check it show. out. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like it, think of it as as fan at Toronto Fan Expo, right? But it's not run by the same people. No. But it's uh, so it's two big buildings. Okay. You know, so yeah. they'll put a lot of the pros and stuff like that that have been there for a while. I'm still in the other building. Right on. Right. I'm still trying to make my Working way over. Your way up to yeah. the big boy building. Well, <laughs> they don't. They don't allow because Dan and I go. Okay. So they don't allow two tables to move over. Just single tables. Oh. And the tables are under my name, under right. Jailbird. So he has to apply for his own table. You know, get on the waiting list, get accepted, and then right. we would both be able to move over separately. Very cool. You know. But yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just their rules. Right on. You know. Right on. It's going so well for you, man. It's, it's stepping fun. up. Yeah, I'm excited for you to get into the digital stuff. Though. Thanks. Me too. Like, I just had to w- go through months of Fosgit. Uh, he's got the Bodhi Troll graphic novel. Oh, coming yeah. Out soon. Okay. So, you know, I pretty much talk to him daily, just kind of <laughs> giving him some sort of moral support through this thing, right? right? Because, you know, some of these days, like, and he's a professional artist. This is his job. Yeah. He wakes up in the morning, he draws till midnight. Yeah. And, you know, it's hand cramps, it's, it's bad oh, eyes, yeah. a bad back. And, you know, it seems like the life. But there's things that go, you got to work hard and go with it. It's not easy. But without that digital aspect, this would have taken him a year, a oh, year and a right. half to accomplish what he's been able to do with the Syntec. You know? Right, yeah. So I'm excited for you to Same this. here, thank you. And it's Thanks. always fun learning new things, right? Like, it is. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, it's just going to be another step. Right. You know, yeah. another step. And it'll be totally self-sufficient yeah you know yeah. after talking to guy andrew who's an amazing letterer right you know yeah and he's got he's got it down pat right you know 
and then you got Alex, who is the technician. Yeah. You know, I said, yeah. Alex, how can I make this picture look better? And he'll help me. Yeah. You know, and I don't Support mind it. System. I don't mind it if he changes it because he's making it better. Well, yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. Well, see, you're going to succeed because you're open to those things. Oh, God, I mean. And you have to be open to criticism, critique, mm-hmm. uh, because people aren't offering those things. Well, it's obvious if they're just being a dick about it. Yeah. But most people want to help you, and most That's... people want your shit to be better, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, isn't that the idea of yeah. what a peer is for? That's right. right? Well, so... you get the progress. You see the progress, and it's I'm yeah. not going to progress if I don't listen to somebody. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's Jeff, who is yeah. inker extraordinaire, yeah. but he's so down on his own right. talents, right? Yeah. So I even introduced him to Scott Hanna at Fan Expo, nice. who was right across from us, and he's just like, no, no, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. <laughs> I just grabbed his book, and I go, this is my buddy Jeff. Well work. done. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sometimes you have to force people in. I've done that before. Yeah. I've taken people's books and been like, no, this person must read your book. Must like, read it. You know? Yeah. Like, you got to at least take that shot. Worst thing that ever is going to happen is someone's going to say no. That's right. Right? Which That's is right. Not, not a worthy reason to not do anything. Mm-hmm. So. But he wasn't busy. He sat and talked to Jeff for the next 15 minutes on technique, on how to do things, like everything. Right. And right. Jeff's just like starry-eyed. He's look, <laughs> and he's soaking it all in, right? So Very cool. You know, and he's so good at what he does. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm, I'm not going to about say, well, well, you know, suck it up, man. You know, Maybe you sure. should just make yourself better. <laughs> go, let's go talk to this guy, right? Yeah, so, yeah, let's get something out of it. Good I'm not talk. a shy person. I don't care. Dude, that's why I do this show. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the gene for embarrassment. No. I just I don't care. No. Although I did get a little shaky when I went up to pitch up. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't help it. I, mean, I know. But that's something. There's literally no piece of artwork more important to me in any medium than true romance. Yeah. Like, it's like a Bible to me, this movie. You well, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I hear you. There you go. Um... Where can people find Hell at the moment? Is it right. the shows right now? You got it in the yeah. shops? At or? the shows, it's going to be in Alfonso's shop. Right on. You know, of so course. Studio Comics Studio in Kitchener. Comics, yeah. It's going to be right there. I'm going to give him a bunch of copies. And I'm going to do some uh, sketch covers. Nice. So nice. for him to display. So possibly there could be some commissions come my way. Right on. But he's a big supporter the hardest working oh, guy in indie yeah. comics, him yeah. and Shay. Yeah. Right? And I'm just. I don't know. Shay's been slacking. Oh. I don't know, Shay stepped out on the Fan Expo just because he didn't have his newest book ready in time. Because your other 18 titles aren't enough, Shay? Oh. Uh, Jesus. Time to, grow, time to grow up, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> no, he is. He's a, he's a workhorse. I yeah. mean, a 14-hour drawing session. Exactly. Like, like, I'm lucky because I get, you know, I get some downtime where I, where right, I work. Right, right. That's where I draw. Right, right. You know, oh, so, that's nice. Yeah. I do get to listen to podcasts while I work. That's good. So I don't get to record them, but I do get to, to listen to them. While you're climbing so, a 50-foot tree? Yeah, 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 you know, it happens. But I do do the video. You ever see my videos I do? Yes. Uh, getting High with Jay? Yes, yeah, I've seen it. Those are fun to do. Those are fun times indeed. Uh, Dustin, uh, I wish you the world, man. Thanks, you're an man. awesome dude. I appreciate you're good people. And uh, everybody, yeah, all the time, man. We'll talk much more. And uh, again, sometime we'll get together. We'll have a pint. We'll do. We'll do a whole hour just about you, buddy. (laughs) Come by tomorrow. I have. I'll be bringing some of my homebrew. Oh. Yeah, West Coast IPA. Stay tuned for Sunday's fun, kids. (laughs) That's right. Dustin Crocker. Good times. Thanks. Jeff Graham. Yes, sir. 
So I just heard a very interesting story about how you couldn't get the balls up enough to go actually talk to Scott Hanna. None so of it is well, just no, had to true. do it for you. That's huh? true. Yeah, <laughs> that's what uh, doing cons is about with your friends. You, you get those guys to do all the, the heavy lifting for you. And how did it go? How yeah. was that? It was awesome, man. To meet yeah. someone like Scott, who has a lot of experience um, and is able to look at your stuff and uh, you know give you a little bit of a heads up on what it is that you're doing is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, he was just going on about how supportive you have been of him. And uh, it's good on you, man, because that's what we need, you know? We don't need competition. Oh, you got a sweet kid there. Thanks, dude. You know what? Dustin's amazing. He's uh, he's grown leaps and bounds in the last couple of years, and it's just fun doing shows with him. He's a good guy to have around. Now, how long have you been drawing? Uh, I've been drawing. I can remember as far back as grade eight drawing on a regular basis, uh, but doing this in a uh, quote-unquote professional manner uh, last six or seven years or so. Okay, now when you meet a guy like Dustin who's been doing it for three years or a guy like Sean Daly who's been yep. doing it like four years, doesn't that just piss you the fuck off? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I've been at this for so bloody long and these guys just put it out and yeah. it's nothing for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it pisses me off too. <laughs> like one day, Sean Daly used to be into music and then one day he's just like, yeah, no, I'll draw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay. And he's like the big thing on the yeah. scene just yeah. like after a month. Yeah, yeah they'll spend yeah. a half hour and whip up something that I can do there or that, is better than what I can do in a, in a day or yeah. a day and a half. But, well, what you do is quite good. So, well, thank you. Uh, you know, what, what's happening? What are we doing right now? Uh, right now, I am working on um, a book for Pilot Studios. It's okay. uh, called Carrier's uh, A Winter Coup. Um, it's written by uh, Jay Hewer, and uh, the layouts were done by Kurt Belcher. I'm doing finishes for the whole thing. Oh, cool. Um, so it's a 22-page book. Um, the Carrier's is a, a project that Ben has... Um, at Pilot Studios, a number of different books out. They're all one shots. It's easy to read. It's about carrier pigeons. So it sort of okay. appeals to a bunch of different people. That's kind of neat. Um, aside from that, I'm working on my own book called Spellbound, trying to get through uh, the pages to do the first issue of that. Right, right. And I just got uh, picked up to do issue three of um, The Crimson Outfit, which is another uh, indie title okay. that I see on Facebook and stuff like that. Where's that by, out of? Is that out of I don't know where it's published out of. Um, I know that they just picked up the um, Andre Lunatic to do the pencils for issue two and three, who's a guy that I've worked with a lot, and that's how I ended up getting the job through oh, them. Oh, I see. I sent them my stuff. I've worked over Andre's originals. I've worked over Andre's um, uh, blue lines and whatnot. We've been working together for a couple of years now, so right. that's how I ended up getting that job. So just waiting Very for pages cool. to come in. So when, you know, you've drawn all your life and it's a passion, something that's in you to do, when do you finally make that decision, I'm going to go for it, I'm going to make something? You know what? It wasn't even me. It was was other guys that I know that sort of pushed me into doing the stuff like the cons (laughs) and whatnot. You like a guy who thrives on pressure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I caved and here I am. No. Um, It was other guys that said, you know what, why don't you come out with us, we'll do a couple of shows, see how it goes. You can start moving some of your own stuff, and that's what happened. I mean, this is just a hobby for me. This is something I was doing in my spare time because it was fun. I was doing it at work when I used to have downtime at work, and now it's spawned into this. Right, 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 right. Is it just taking over? Yeah. Constantly. Are we those constant doodlers? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, it's funny because that's exactly what it was. It was doodling and everything and anything I can get my hands on. So. Right. It's weird how there's some people. I meet a lot of artists, and some of them will only draw when they need to draw right and they just don't want to do it any other time yeah and then i know other guys who can't stop no impulsive about yeah i'll sit they're eating while whatever well i'll go to uh, with my regular job we'll we'll have training sessions which are eight hour 
days of training. Right and I'll sit there and doodle on the back of what they hand out as their, their notes or whatever. Because, right. one, I'm not listening. And, two, I just <laughs> want to doodle. So, that's what I do. Every page I have comes nice. back with Batman drawings on it. Right, right, right. Anything I can. So. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Spellbound, is this yeah. a complete one-man show? Uh, no. I've got uh, my buddy Andre Lunatic again. He's out of Russia. He's doing the pencils for it. Um, I have written the book. I had my buddy Dustin Crocker um, do the edits and uh, have some input on it with me, so he's helped me out a lot. And then uh, Russia, hey, what's yeah. Russia making a move? Yeah, you know what? He's uh, he's got the dark Davy Finch style. He's dynamic in his poses. He's got really good stuff, nice. but he doesn't have a market to move it in Russia. <laughs> so he's trying to get stuff here. Yeah. He's, he's picking up books here. Are he's, you familiar with Stan Yak? I don't know if I've... He's an amazing Russian artist. Oh, yeah? And uh, people are starting to pick him up at yeah. like, various places to work on their stuff because he's just... It, it feels like he's all alone out yeah. in Russia. They've got... And he's, like, yeah. holding up his, like, amazing drawings. Be like, hey, yeah. I got They've I got the stuff this. there, but yeah. they don't have a market for it there. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Well, whatever brings... Well, that's a great thing about the internet and about the world today is so many incredible comics have been birthed through people who oh, never yeah. even met. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's an amazing comic I love, talking about for years on the show, called Tart. And the writer is in Florida, yep. and the artist is in France. There you go. And they made this incredibly amazing book that and they didn't meet to like, I think it was New York Comic Con. Really? Like, at, like a year or two after the book had actually come yeah. out. Yeah. And I've heard that a few times. From oh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm stuck here in Canada. Andre's out in Russia doing his thing for me. And then uh, the guys that I send to color for me are down in Mexico. So. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so everybody's everywhere. Nobody, no one lives around me. <laughs> yeah, it's great, though, because, you know, it births things. Like, uh, one thing I'm proud of in the show, and I'm sorry, kids, I know this will bring this up a lot lately, but I'm <laughs> proud of this, but Dave Bishop yep. and uh, Kevin Joseph, who's that writer I was talking about in Florida, yep. they're doing a book together, and it's because Kevin discovered David through hearing him on this show. Oh, get out. Checking out his work. And That's awesome. Like, this would be great for this. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like a proud mama that an elegant <laughs> weapon is birthing these relationships. There you go. But, I mean, these are my friends too, yep. right? And it's the coolest thing about the podcast is the bringing the community together. Yeah. It's, it's lending a voice and then people meet each other. And you get to meet everybody too while you're out doing that podcast it's and a stuff. Cool you thing. meet a lot, of, yeah. a lot of people. Well, so I've you've... done something that a lot of people won't do in Ontario from podcasters to artists themselves and that's get out. Yeah. Leave Ontario. Yeah. Go to Detroit. Go to New York. Go yeah, to Denver. Yeah, I saw you did the state show Chicago, a, few, a few weeks ago. And these, America does cons right. Yeah. Like not that ours are super shitty but there, it's a party. It's it's lights. It's sound. It's experiences. It's there's just so much more oomph yeah. to it. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's 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 more well-rounded show. And I'm always saying, you guys want to sell your comics, you got to go to places where they buy them. Yeah. Because Fan Expo's too big. You got Lucky Loose. Oh, yeah. Toronto Comic Con's kind of okay uh, because it's more comic focused. But I go to. I went to C2E2, man. I couldn't believe it. Half the fucking show was Artist Alley. Really? They're like, fuck you. This is for comics. <laughs> oh, good the alleys were wide like this, but even more. You can right. play a soccer match in the oh, aisles, geez. right? That's awesome. And it's just like people, and same thing in Philly. Yep. Philly's the same way. In Detroit, people buy comics hand over fist. That's fantastic. And out here, we've got a lot of the illustrations, the anime. Yeah. People don't buy. Yeah. So that's what I'm telling you. You guys want to sell your comics, you got to go where people are going to buy them. Oh, for right? sure. For sure. Not that nobody does here, but... <laughs> you know, like where, like where are you gonna try and hawk your shit? Just online? You got any shops lined? You know up? what? I do these shows, man. Yeah. If something sells, that's great. 
Um, aside from that, I mean, if I get Spellbound going and everything works out well, why not try the States? you got to expand somewhere, right? You have to grow. I've done these shows for a number of years now, and you get to that point where you become stagnant with the stuff that you have. You need a new audience. You need a new crowd People to see, see your stuff. Every Absolutely. Time. You know, that's why I love Fan Expo, but don't get me wrong. I see the same. They're getting better yeah. since Kevin came back yeah. with the guests, but yeah. still... A lot of those yeah. people, I'm not concerned about missing because I know I'll see them next week at whatever. Oh, yeah. And when somebody has some of your stuff, that's it for them, right? They, they, they've bought a couple of things from you. That's all that they need because now they want to go find another artist that they want something from. So right, you're right. screwed with that person. As much as you might appreciate the fact that they bought something from you a while ago, they're probably never going to buy something from you again. Right, right, they right. Want, they want different stuff. They want to have a variety. They don't want just, you know, Jeff Graham art everywhere they go. So Right, right, right. I totally hear that. Uh, we were talking there with Dustin about the actual process of learning these things. How has it been for you as far as where do you go for technique advice or education uh, of any kind? Anywhere I can. Doing Trial and error? Or? Well, there's a lot of trial and error with everything, right? Um, but you the, a digital guy? Uh, no, man. All traditional. I like oh, to get yeah. my hands dirty. Right, right. Um, but there's a lot of guys that are nice about this stuff if you approach them online. Like, I've talked with Richard Friend before. Um, my my boy that's here with me, uh, we sat down and talked with uh, Bat for a little while, Matt oh, Banning. Nice. Right. Uh, we talked with Scott Hanna for a little bit. Like, these guys are very, very open about their stuff when you talk to them about it. Right. So it's nice to get some feedback for the most part from those guys when they have a chance but if there's something wrong they're going to tell you what you did wrong if they're not telling you that, that something's wrong with your picture then you might be doing okay for the most part right, I think right. so and then but, you get self-tested in the manner of can you take it well yeah that's you take exactly it like it. a man learn from it and oh. appreciate that critique you're gonna you're gonna make it oh yeah you're gonna do something yeah good. Scott yeah. looked at one of my pieces he went through that piece he, he told me what I should have done and what I shouldn't have done and you know what that's for the next piece for the right. next time I do something else there now I know go. what Scott's thinking it's good for you me so. and that gets you excited yeah like you for sure get you're excited about art now right and, yeah, yeah, yeah you want to yeah. try that that new thing that you just learned about and uh, you know make that drawing a little bit better than it would have been otherwise so. right 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 Jeff very very cool man uh, you're an awesome dude I hope everything works out for you thanks brother uh, we'll push Spellbound to the mountains once it exists that sounds fantastic and uh, we'll definitely hook up and uh, we'll do a whole show sounds Just great you me, buddy. sounds great you brother talking. thanks right a on. lot that's Jeff Graham uh, do you have like Jeff Graham art or Jeff Graham art anywhere yeah, you right, go right, Facebook right. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Jeff Gra- right, uh, DeviantArt, right. Jeff Graham Art. Just look for Jeff Graham Art. There you go, kids. Check out the talent. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thanks, brother. Nino Vasia. What's going on? How are you, man? Good. How are you doing? So, I'm doing all right. I'm not doing nearly as well as you are, though. <laughs> Uh, the Warden's Call. Yes, the Warden's Call. We spoke about it at Fan Expo. We did. You currently had a Kickstarter at the time running. That is true. The Kickstarter is is over. Yep. Fully funded. Fully funded. Uh, uh, plus a bit. Yeah, we got 142%. $14,000. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. For this little first time <laughs> comic book maker here. Yeah, not a comic book. Well, graphic novel, what do you want to call so it? So it's basically... You know what, what do you call it? I, I don't even know what to call that. I tell people, new? When it's I tell a new people, breed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I tell people it's half art book, half novel. So we have 12 illustrations in the book, and there's an actual 100-page story to go along with it. Are they, like, interwined, though, or is it, like, yeah, a so story, as, then pictures? Or do they, yeah, so you're kind of okay. introduced to these characters right. as you read the story. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's cool. So whatever you want to call that. It's something different. It's something <laughs> we'll different it, is what it is. We'll it's call it something different. It's something that... 
you know, I'm sure it's been done before, but yeah, not man. something done in these communities, at least not done by me. Often. <laughs> right. So here it's totally so, new. So, like, where did the idea come from? Like, just art books and, so, like, wanting to include a story not, sort not of Not necessarily. Thing? I mean, what it really came from is I did a painting, which is, uh, the character's called The Ancient of Life. And I painted that, and my brother looked at it, he's like, that's pretty cool, we should do something with that. And that was that. Right, that, that right. was it. And it was just like, okay, let's, let's make something cool. And I kept painting more characters, we kept adding more to the story, and then, and then it just kind of spiraled out of control as it, you know, normally does. Did you ever does. think it, like, one point, like, comic or graphic novel or just novel thing? Like, no, it, just, it really naturally, organically it became just kinda, this thing? It became this, just this story, it was like, whoa, this, like, what could we do that could entail more artwork like what kind of story could we wrap around these and we just had this this cool idea about having these ancients and something called shadows and all that and it just kind of came together like that just names and and paintings right on okay so is the story is it kind of a standalone story then or is this something you may be able to build on absolutely so we it is a standalone story right but we've written it in a way so that it could continue on right 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 so i'm not going to give any spoilers away but you just just have to read the story and you'll understand like okay uh, maybe in another universe or something like that, this could totally continue on and all that sort right, of stuff. Right. But, but yeah. So like hardcover then? Yeah. Or like so soft, the book, larger cover. No, no, we went all out for this one. Okay. So this one's it's six by nine book, hardcover linen with foil stamping. Ooh. So yeah, we yeah no we went fancy with this. We had to do it right. We didn't want to do soft cover because not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just like. We wanted something as epic as possible. Well, this is why this is so bloody brilliant, Nina. Is that you started doing a couple shows in Burlington and stuff. Yep. And, you know, not that your art's not amazing and fantastic, but you kind of, you know, would be grouped into the illustrator yeah. side of these shows. But there's always plenty of illustrators. Plenty of illustrators. Right, right. So many illustrators. <laughs> and I'm always like, yeah, it's fun and you're super talented and of course it's beautiful, but you know, once I'm done looking at it, I'm done looking at it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. So I could buy your pretty print and take it home on your wall. So now that I don't appreciate the talent and hard work that an illustrator does, right. but as far as a comic lover at a comic show, I'm always like, just uh, why not bring more to it? Why wouldn't definitely. you take those illustrations yeah. and build on it and bring a story to yeah, it? Definitely. Thank you for finally being the fucker who did it. <laughs> because it really, no, this this gives you presence in so many different places, right? right. Cons, art community, like who did you find seemed to be getting into the Kickstarter? Uh, I mean, I definitely feel it was just people who really enjoyed the artwork. Yeah. I feel like they're banking on my artwork and that is going to get them into the writing. They're like, right. basically, <laughs> I've had a, lot, a few people say, you know, if if the, the what is it, the artwork is, or the book is half as good as your artwork, then right. like, it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm well, like, well, we'll see. It kind of puts pressure on your brother. Right, Unless, yeah. Has he written anything before? So no, this is his first time writing. But like, of course, like, it, we're, we're, he's doing most of the writing, but we're doing it together you know okay we're well, running bouncing off yeah exactly we're sure. bouncing ideas off each other helping in writing um you know on top of that we're gonna we're gonna be paying an editor as well to go through it and make sure to like smart there's move. not plot holes smart or, you know move. it's not super right, like right, right. we're gonna do it right yeah, and there's there's no other way art. yeah and so that's they kind of know what they're in for there. exactly He's got so, a little bit of so if you if you like my artwork i'm pretty confident you'll like this story i mean i like this story but you know well, he's of the same blood, right? Right, right, right. We both right. came from the same mama. That is true. So there's got to be some sort of 
like uh, you know leeching of talent you know one what? to the other no we might be screwed because he's a, he's a very talented musician so oh. maybe all this talent went there and he's just going to be god awful at writing who knows okay who knows well, that's funny you bring that up then, I'm kidding I'm kidding the book is great I'm well kidding. has music maybe ever come into this at all? It did, absolutely. Because there's a lot of books out there who do their own soundtracks and stuff. So if you have checked out the Kickstarter, he actually did the intro music to our video. So it's like a minute and a half video um, and he did the guitar part and he did the narration and all that sort of stuff. So I did a super simple video of just the characters appearing on screen and that was like not even that great. But what made it great was the music and the narration and he did that. Okay. So I think that helped a lot with with getting this project done. far as the book though do yes you, you maybe considered like a soundtrack yeah no it's something with? i honestly consider almost every day it's like let's okay let's let's do something let's get another book or something like that we can have uh you write music on top of it yeah. so this way almost as if you're enjoying a movie you have the you have everything going on you know put your headphones in listen to the soundtrack that we made for you uh enjoy the images enjoy the story so like yeah. we, that's probably something we're gonna do in our next in our next thing man. so yeah it's like attractive you know we got <laughs> You know, not to, not to brag, but like I feel like between my brother and I, like we have a lot of things going. Like, we're trying to do the writing, we're doing the illustration. Right. He's got the music behind him. You know, like why not combine all of this and yeah, like and make just something bursting cool? With creativity bursting now. with creativity, bursting with talent. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm 25. Oh, you're a pup. Yeah, I guess. You guys, your brother, around the same I, age? I feel. Yeah, he's 28. Oh, you guys. Yeah. He's a little less pup, but you guys little are still less pups. So you get the longer what, you got the two in front. What point do you advance to no longer a pup? When you got this much gray on your face. Oh you yeah. No longer be a hey, pup. Hey man, premature gray. No, but you're lucky. That's young enough to like have plenty of time to like right. make all this stuff happen. Yeah, so I'm hoping. You know, I'm really. Hope uh, this next year is just it goes it goes well it goes swimmingly and you know we we sell out of all our books at these conventions and all that with a, you know so. with, a, with a fundage like that obviously yeah you know, 142 percent people are yeah it was good 142 percent yeah it's 142 percent because we asked for 10,000 we got 14 so right. I mean considering this was my first project like on Kickstarter awesome, I think that's I think that's insane it's, it is insane I, I, honestly that's insane I think, I think it was struggling crazy. to get a couple hundred very, bucks. I think I'm very lucky you know I put a I put a ton of work into it and I'm really happy that people responded well to you it you very so. excited man and yeah. you're one of those came out of nowhere yeah no I definitely agree with that you I just know? I was like one day go to conventions and see what yeah. happens yeah. And, and that's kinda it kind of Aishé Honda it you know because that's <laughs> right. a Shay came out of nowhere one day and he's yeah, like I yeah. got five comic books so I'm going to sell now yeah, and we're like it. who are you what? yeah exactly <laughs> so it's been it's been a long lot of work long days but like you know it seems like it's paying off now oh so. yeah yeah I'm so happy for you man thanks man this is a chance to shout out a friend of mine Phil Buck out in Denver he's got a book called Those Shadow People cool and it's kind of gorillas-esque right but he's also a musician so he made music to go with the book, but it's not necessarily a soundtrack. Right, Do you yeah. know what I mean? You don't, yeah, like, yeah. sit and listen with the book. Like, you can listen with the book. Yeah. But it's not, like, it's just the moods were inspired. Exactly. For certain scenes. They're two separate things, right? Things, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. No, I, I totally yeah, dig yeah, that. Yeah, it's fun. I'm, I'm excited to see where you go with this. Thing, <laughs> yeah, you know? me too. And I'm stoked about the fucking... Can you give us anything about the story? Like... So, like, basically... I kind of told you that said this in the last podcast, but basically, like, it's about these gods, how they're ruling over humans, right? And one god's journey for salvation. That's right. just like the that's simple good. synopsis. No, that's yeah. perfect synopsis. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it too much. Um, well, it's good that gotta it's get godly you to and it. epic because your art is definitely godly and epic within Thank itself. Thank you, I appreciate man. that. So this is very, very exciting. Thanks, man. Uh, this is Nino Vicia. What's your brother's name? His name is Giancarlo Vicia. 
is that I'm saying it right? It's Visha? Is, Visha, yes, so sir. So is it Nino or Nino? Let's get <laughs> Nino. this right. Nino I'm Visha. I'm always nervous to say your nope, name. No, you got it right. It's Nino. Nino Visha, though. Yes, sir. Just Visha. Just Visha. Visha. And it was... Uh, you're saying like that. You're saying it like you're disappointed. Not at all. I'm just trying to get it right. <laughs> you're, you're making it more Jedi. Ah, there Names you go. good. The more Jedi they can be. If it's Nino Visha, cool. that sounds way more Star more Wars Jedi. than Visha. Because cool. I'm making it all Italian sounding, That's right? cool. It's like, you know, Heroes of the World... Not, you familiar with them? Not really. A uh, good group of guys, Mark and Joe, and they do a bunch of comics. They're all there. You see them at shows where right. they do all these characters inspired by all the countries across the world. Okay, cool. And they make T-shirts and books and everything. Right. And uh, Joe's name is Joe Osei Bonsu. Interesting. And that is so Jedi, but you have to say it Jedi. You have right. to say Joe Osei Bonsu. <laughs> is that right? how he introduces himself? Then, well, that's he how should. I introduce he him. He should do right? that. And it's like Keith Grishow. Most people, it's more Keith Grishow. It's like more of a Grishow. I still can't get it right. right. So to me, he's just Wham Pam Grishow or Wham Bam Grishow, right? <laughs> Interesting. Well, Pow Grishow. But, uh, <laughs> sorry, what's your brother's name again? Giancarlo. Giancarlo. Yeah, man. And Nino. Yes. Visha. Yes, sir. Written like Visia. Yeah, pretty so, much. So, you know, if you're looking it up, you can look at that yeah, way. Yeah, V-E-C-I-A. It's the warden's call, and thank you so much for breaking the mold, man. I always appreciate when people try to do something new with something that isn't being done out there. Nice. I appreciate so, the support, uh, man. Congratulations, and I can't fucking wait to check out the book. Thanks, brother. I can't and, wait to uh, give it to you. Joe, story, story. Better be good. <laughs> it yeah, will you know, be. Don't pressure's worry. Pressure's coming. <laughs> no, there's no pressure. It's great. Don't worry, guys. Super cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, brother. Great talking to you, man.